Uh, good morning to you, Adelaide. Five minutes past seven o'clock for your hump day, if you don't mind. You got Loz and Tommy here for summer breakfast here until nine o'clock this morning. Good morning to you, the Princess of Paracombe. I, good morning. Oh, um, wow. Good morning, Mark. Um, <laughs> just wanted to say that I was embarrassingly old when I realised that the hump was in reference to getting over the hump of the week. Yeah. Um, I thought it meant something else. What did you think it meant? I thought it meant it was the day that you did the... The dirty day. Wow, wow. Wow, okay. And it was just like universally known no, as that. That's just another blonde moment. So you thought Byron Bay was on the Nullarbor. Oh, that, okay. That was <laughs> did not. Did that not happen? I never thought Byron Bay was on the yeah, Nullarbor. I made that. a mistake. You did say that on air. I made a mistake and I confused the Nullarbor with mm, a different. Byron okay. Bay, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> ne- also, it wasn't Byron Bay. It was a different city. Oh, oh, what, You're getting it? it wrong. What was it? You're getting what I got wrong wrong. <laughs> what was it? I can't remember because it was wrong. <laughs> And I didn't believe it. Um, before we get into it, a big congratulations to you as well, Loz, and Ruin Dits as well. Mate, seriously, back-to-back surveys at number one. Uh, Triple M is flying at the moment with yeah. good reason as well. Brecky's on heat. I'll tell you what, the Ashes kickstart in Adelaide tomorrow. Yeah. We'll broadcast all of that. And I, if you get a bit thirsty, Triple M lager. Jeez, oh, yeah. we are on heat. And I'll tell you what, we are in front by a long way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you pretty happy with yourself when you were leaving the car park yesterday as well, Lozzie. The, the you, survey. Yeah, where you yelled out. You only had to do a 12-point turn as well instead of a 3.1. 12 points? Isn't that what we're in the book, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, it was a very, obviously, nothing to do with me, but the, the team here well, is Well, it's not what you set off there, oh, mate. Oh, shut up. Back I to, never Back to it. back surveys. I've only been here for two of them. Oh, shut <laughs> Triple M's Summer Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. It's Loz and Tomo's What's, What's Trending. trending? Yeah, the top 50 powerful people in Adelaide has come out. Oh, seriously. The most influential, mate. Oh, this a couple is, of big dogs. Oh, some big, big hooers. So the top three, and let's be honest, they've been, mm. you know, very, very good for this state, uh, especially over the past couple of years. Okay, so number one, Grant Stevens. Yes. Number two, Stephen Marshall. And number three, Nicola Spurrier. Yes. And I, I think, absolutely, that's fine. There, there's so no Nicola issues was third. Yes. So the ties has officially ranked them in who's making the decision. Correct. I but I reckon if it was this time last year, Loz, I think the Spur Cat's number one. Oh, absolutely. I reckon she's just dropped down a little bit. Yeah, because people have stopped caring. <laughs> yeah, just a cut more. Well, you're right. They're absolutely. just so over it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, not that they should stop caring, but I'm just saying. We will talk about that later on as well in the hour about the the check in, the QR check in, and the and the drop off it's had, and not in only in this state but all over the country. Notable absence mm. in the top 50, Mark Rusciuto. Where's Rupert? I don't know what's going the on. The unofficial mayor of Adelaide can't make the top 50. Number one brekkie host oh. on the FM dial. But like, and I, I've got a couple of names here and yeah. I've got no idea who they are. Okay. And look, but to be honest, I'm not all over the, the nitty gritty influential people but, in South you Australia. Feel like they should be household names maybe. Well, I would have thought so. Yeah. Uh, Joe Dyer? Joe Dyer. Yeah. No. No, I've got no idea who Joe Dyer is. Apparently, yeah, she's a uh, part of Adelaide's Writers Week or something like that. What okay. about 300 games and a premiership and a Brownlow medal and then the unofficial mayor of Adelaide? Mark Rusciuto. Mm. I'd put Joe Rusciuto on the list before I put Joe Dyer on the list. <laughs> That's, That's unfair. I'm sure Joe Dyer is very successful. Um, um, who else we got? Uh, Peter Gargo? No idea. No, nope, something to do with wine. <laughs> um, who else we got? Tommy Jonas coming in at number 20. Who's he? Wasn't overly influential in the prelim. Oh, <laughs> oh you're 
kidding. <laughs> Listen to this. And rules are Sloan number 25. Well, that's just wrong. He should be higher up in my opinion. But, but Sloan is on, on there, so that they're not... It's not impossible to be a footy player and be on there. No, well, that's true. Well, yeah, Tommy Jonas is on there anyway. as well. Anyway, it's very, very interesting. What's yeah. going on with Coffin Bay, mate? The oysters are coming back, Oh, mate. how good's that? They're, they're on their way back. They had their little um, blip. There was some disease that was in there, yep. and I was one of the people. You're a victim. I was a Another victim. Another time. <laughs> you think I'm so, I've got a victim complex. <laughs> you do. But I'm actually fine. I think it might be you. Um, I, I, my father and I got sick. Yeah. Oh, he got crook too, Bryce. Yeah, we both were um, yeah, right. not, not quite well. Mm. Um, and we didn't know what it was, couldn't figure it out. And then about a day after we got better, mm. it came out in the news, if you've eaten oysters, That's what blah, it was. blah, blah, blah. And it was that. It was that. Um, but they're back now. And, yep. and I'm not at all afraid to eat them. I think, no. You know, and no one should be. It's just, it. you know, shizer happens. Yeah, for sure. And literally. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, did it! Yeah, um, oh, oh god. But get back into him, support yeah. him, put him on the Chrissy table. I was about eight years old, and I would have had about thirteen or fourteen Kilpatrick ones over that's, on Ki. It's too much. It was just the, the worst thing I've ever done because I threw up all night, and it took me a, a good probably ten to twelve years to get back on the oyster train. I don't think it was the oysters. I reckon it would have been the Worcester that made you. Yeah, probably. That's no, it. yeah, but it, I associated it with oysters, so yeah, it took yeah, me so yeah. long. But now, like, it's powerful. I actually isn't don't it? rate a Kilpatrick anymore. I'd rather go. A natural this with a bit of lemon. This happens to everyone. Yeah. You make the journey in, you get used to it without the kill, and then you realise that the good stuff is actually And just it goes a, the other way. Oh. Yeah, beautiful. Mate. Um, and the last thing that's making news overnight, uh, Don Bradman, his bat. Okay, so he made a, a, a triple century with this cricket bat loss. Sold for nearly $250,000. Huh? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. That's... At, at the auction, which is quite incredible. He's... He's a South Australian institution. Well, he is. And everyone's got a story. We named a road after him. We did a big road too. Yeah. Donald Bradman Drive. That's it, mate. It's Take a longy. Straight to the airport. That's right. That's it. Showing it's my a, localism. It's an <laughs> <laughs> Where's my localism butler? Um, Get him to write me some more local facts. Incredible story about uh, Don Bradman that Luke Darcy from the Triple M family actually shared. Yeah, this is amazing. He used to drink at the Colonist, or pick up, sorry, it was takeaway, pick yep. up Fruity Lexia from the Colonist at Nord there and take it home and have a few drinks of that. Like he's just, Every every month they would come and get their That's order. it. He's with us. He's a community battler on the Goonie. That's on... Um, the parade. Yes, correct. It's a great pub, actually. Great pub. A fantastic pub. Yeah. I didn't know they did drive through. Well, maybe not anymore. Yeah, probably not anymore, mate. Yeah. This was this yeah, this was back in the nineteen forties. <laughs> so yeah. Wouldn't believe it, mate, but some things change. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I was on the golf course, Lozzy. I was having a, a, a Which bit one? Of, uh, Ashbourne up in the Adelaide Hills. How many holes is it? Nah, nine holes. Yeah, it's a yeah. little it's, it's a, a it's a petite it, one. Yeah. They they think it's eighteen holes. Because people do play 18 on there, but they just do the nine twice. Right. And they okay. move the tee block back like three metres okay. and they call it like the 14th hole. Okay. But, but it's actually the seventh. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird way. <laughs> We're different past the tunnels, mate. I told you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anyway, having a, hit, having a hit last night. And I want to know on zero four triple eight five one zero four seven when did the laziness get the better of you? So we were running a little bit late and, you know, you have a couple of beers on the golf course and... Mm-hmm. I was walking along with my buggy in my right hand, and in my left hand I had my can. Okay, so I'm walking along, go get my ball on the on the first hole. Yep. And I go to open my can of beer. Yes. With my teeth. Oh no, Mark! Don't do that. With my teeth, because I could have just easily stopped 
open up my can, it would have taken two seconds. All yeah, right? I know. And I didn't. I used it with my teeth. So the bottom two teeth of mine, the back Explaining of them. Explaining opening a can to me. The back of the, yeah, I go, yeah, <laughs> so seriously, it's come out the womb with one. Um, so the back of my teeth, so I've opened it up and gone the leverage and all I could feel were these granules oh, on my tongue. No. And I'm like, oh, this is a weird beer. I then run, uh, run my tongue on the back of my teeth. And I've cracked two of them. No. It's like rotten old little particles of cement in my mouth. And I've had to spit them out. It was the worst thing. And I just felt so... Stupid. Down in the dumps and all sorts. Pathetic. Oh, just like a piece of shite. Like lazy. Alcoholic. Golf. I sprayed the one wood as well. It just couldn't get any worse for me. And then I had to come here and do this show with you. I'm like, where am I at? Mate, Christmas can be hard for everyone. (laughs) It's the time of year, mate. Been a good half an hour, Loz. You're up and about. Mm. Unlike Monday. Oh, don't. Unlike Monday. Don't do that now. Well, I will be doing it now. I was on the edge Monday. You were on the edge, mate. I don't know what happened. It was really irritable. Yeah. No, and you were too, actually. You did a terrible show. I was fine, thank no, you. No, not was... a single hook or tease without stumbling a- over your words. Absolutely fine. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the old uh, <laughs> Sunday cans. No, mate, what about, well, let's explain this, please, because there's a button here at Triple M. There's a sensor button to yeah. get out. God, the security here is ridiculous. Yeah. It's over the top, mm. but whatever. There's a sensor button you've got to wave your hand over, and I accidentally touched it with my hand. God forbid you touch something with the COVID, well, you know. You, you shouldn't be doing that, no. Anyway, and you said, oi, don't touch it. And I just turned around without, you know, even thinking and just shot straight from the hip, F off. Yeah. Really aggressively. How about you go and get... <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> I'm just, just what's one, wrong with you? It was just one quick quiet. <laughs> oh, it's just a quick, just a nipper. Yeah. Just a nipper. And you looked at me just, like a sad, like I'd kicked a puppy. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, sorry, mate. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I just, it's just been a really hard sort of. It's been a real tough it's, Monday. It's been a tough Monday. And you just looked at me, oh, what's it? Oh, oh. I just couldn't believe it. I just said, yeah. don't touch it, mate. It says, don't touch. How about you go and get, what? <laughs> Suburban songs right now with Dave Gleason. Why don't you ever take your bathers off when you come down here? I mean, after all, it is a new beach. Dogs off at Christie's Beach The nudist camp at Robe is so out of reach The only thing that helps me pass the time away Is knowing I'll be nude at Maslin Beach someday One very special beach, Maslin Beach Just keep your hands above the water so that no one suspects Not far from Moana or Seaford Rise The sun may be out, but you'll see the moon's rise At Madison Beach all day People tour around eating cheese and wine Or go and get boozy at the sea and vines The only thing that helps you pass the time away Is knowing I'll be nude at Madison Beach someday 
When was the injury not as bad as you first thought? So I've got to dial back uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I was having a conversation with my old man. Mm. So I work with my old man, uh, have done for a number of years. And One of my favourite people. He's a good guy. He's, he's a great guy. so yep. lovely. He is a great David, guy. David, he's a sweetheart. And he does a lot of a lot of stuff for us three boys as well. So we run a bit of a, a family business, a bricklaying business up in the Adelaide Hills community battles. Come Real on, drop the blue, name. Blue collar. No, no, no. We don't need the work at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, real community battlers. <laughs> mate, don't to, e- don't need the word. We're trying to get things done before Christmas, all oh, right? Oh, mate. Can't have the phone running hot. Um, anyway, so <laughs> he's 62 years of age, right? And he's still going and he's, he's unbelievable. Yeah. He's an inspiration to, to a lot. But yeah. he had this thing in his knee, right? Mm. So this thing sort of was bothering him for probably, I don't know, maybe about four or five days. And he kept on bringing Pain. it up. And it, when he brings something up, I'm like, shit, he must be in some real strife. Because he's not a whinger. No, he's a really, he's a tough guy. He's been, mm. you know, laying bricks for 35 years or something yep. like that. Unbelievably tough guy. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, so he keeps on banging on about this knee, this knee, this knee. And he goes, oh, I've dead said, I reckon I've torn my ACL. What? <laughs> Dad goes, I reckon I've torn my ACL. Like ruptured, torn, gone. Absolutely gone. Oh. I'm just like, I don't think so, Dad. Like you would... Probably you'd know about you'd know it a bit if more. you tear an ACL. And I said to him, I said, "Haven't you torn one before?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah I tore one in '84. Exact same feeling." Right. Like, so you reckon you've torn it again? Doing what? Like, that's what I thought. I thought work or did you tear your ACL in, in your sleep? And then I, you know, and then you th- think to the bedroom, I'm like, "Go, oh, holy hell!" <laughs> Throwing the leg, <laughs> had literally. To, <laughs> had to get that thought out of my head. <laughs> anyway, so he went to the doctor and uh, got a couple of scans and all that. Mm. Uh, he didn't tear his ACL, Loz. Okay. He had gout in his knee. <laughs> David, you've got gout. <laughs> He's like, oh, no way. Anyway, he goes, he, he tells me and he goes, you can't broadcast. I said, Obvi- obviously not, Dad. Yeah. Obviously not. Yeah, yeah. So we're after the injuries that weren't as bad, Adelaide. What happened? You thought you'd broken your arm yep. and it was na- it was a mozzie bite. And it was crap. <laughs> yeah. We head out to Elizabeth. we got Jimmy there. Morning, Jim. Morning, mate. How are you guys? Good, thank you, Good, man. Good, mate, Jimmy. Um, I had a day off with the missus, so yep. we spent most of it laying in bed watching TV. Love it. And uh, after the entire day, about 4.35 o'clock in the afternoon, I thought I was having a heart attack. Oh, oh my no. God. Uh, my whole left arm had gone numb, <gasps> tingling in my chest, and I had a real strange taste in my mouth. Whoa. So we rushed up to the hospital after waiting for five and a half hours to be seen to at the Lower McEwen. Turns out I'd been laying wrong in bed all day and pulled a chest muscle. <laughs> yes, Jim. Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. That's nice. Oh, the that's, relief. That's gold. I mean, it's always good news when you find out you're not having a heart attack. Yeah, that always it's helps. It's embarrassing. What about when you sit... Uh, do you ever do this? Uh, maybe I'm the only one. When you're sitting on the throne too long and you get pins and needles in your legs. Mate. I know exactly what you're doing. You know that? Yeah. You're all over You can barely get up. Oh, it's the worst, isn't it? It's not a good feeling whatsoever. Uh, Head down to McLaren uh, Flat, I should say. She'd be beautiful down there. G'day, Kate. Hello. How you going? Good, thank you. Um, Injury, when was it not as bad as you first thought? Uh, So it was actually my dad. I I got a phone call from my mum, and she was in a bit of a panic, but she's, you know, don't panic, don't panic, but... um, I've got your dad. I'm taking him to the emergency. He's just cut his hand. Like, he's not going to be able to go to work. Like, probably going to have to have surgery. Like, with Whoa. full, you know, panicking. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, God, okay. And they're like, there was blood everywhere. Like, it was squirting all over the place. Wow. They had it, like, all bandaged up. Got to the emergency. Slowly started unbandaging it, you know, waiting for the anticipation. 
They could not see anything there at all. Are you serious? Apparently, it was like the tiniest, tiniest <laughs> little pinprick. Like, <laughs> they're like, this is probably like the most insignificant emergency <laughs> we've ever seen. He's like, I swear there was blood pissing everywhere. <laughs> like and Mum's yeah. like, yeah, 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 there was blood everywhere. Of course there and was. And they're like, yeah. uh-huh, yep, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> oh, no. Let's go. Thank you so much Very for that, good. Kate. Oh, that's Thank brilliant. you. Oh, Thanks, go. Kate. Very good. Very good. A likely story, Dad. Oh, I swear. You know. <laughs> yeah, it was he's not, he's not going to the emergency unless he thinks something's no, going on. Not at all. So there are certain businesses who are doing this, but this person's come out and officially said it. Yeah. Uh, they're not doing dine-in. No, that's right. Because they don't want people checking in. So this is down at Aberfour uh, Park, mate. There's a pizza shop down there that have banned dining in because of their their employees. Like, they don't want them stuck in a in a seven-day quarantine, especially over Christmas. Have you got the restaurant there, Lozzie? Uh, Caesar Colo? Yeah, Coelho? I so. oh, I'm not sure how to pronounce. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, so there's a, it, it's, it's up in Aberfour Park, and I tell you what, I was, I was on the drive down this morning from the Adelaide Hills, Loz, and mm-hmm. I got a phone call from a good mate of mine who's in Tasmania, okay? Mm-hmm. And he just said to me, oh, like off, the, off cuff, the cuff, he's just like, how's the check-in going in um, South Australia? Mm-hmm. And I just said, well, I reckon it's dropped off big time. Mm-hmm. And well, I've seen it drop off personally. Mm-hmm. And he just said, mate, there is hardly anything here. Like they just no wave their phones in. over the top oh, okay. and roll straight in because they don't want to be stuck in a quarantine to be like with a hotspot, you know? I think we are at the end of our tether Yeah, in terms of complying with these rules that seem to just never sort of end. Yeah, for sure. And I totally understand <coughs> that it's it's about safety. And yeah, it's about, I get that too. But people are starting to go a bit cuckoo mm-hmm. and they're, they're, just, they're losing interest in almost their own personal safety. They'd rather just live their lives with a risk. So, well, that's right. And the, the worst thing is, especially, you know, and everyone's all over Instagram and Facebook and whatever and some, well, not influencers, but some people of some pretty high stature have done a seven-day quarantine. And mm. when they go out and say, it's absolute hell, I don't want anyone to do this over Christmas, it puts a false sense of security out there that it's like, well, I'm going to do what I can mm. to not, have to be to not have to quarantine over over Christmas. Now the 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 pizza shops in a pretty good. I mean, like pizza's great for takeaway, so yeah, it's yeah, perfect. Correct. I was at a cafe recently in <clears throat> Glenelg. I don't yep. know the name of it, but I went to walk in and he went, "Oh yeah, yeah, no one's coming in. We're not doing check in. No walk. We're just doing takeaway coffee because we don't want my staff to have to." You know, because you're so vulnerable working in hospitality. Yeah, I agree. Because so many people are coming in, coming through, yeah. and if you're, you're there and if people check in and someone's a close contact, your whole staff goes into quarantine. That's right. And your business has to shut down. Yeah. So, and it was 14 days of quarantine two days ago, and now they've changed it back to seven yeah, days. Seven days now. So, yeah, I don't know. The rules are the rules are on the fly. They keep on changing. And, yeah, and I'm going to be honest, the worst it it's going to get worse on the closer to Christmas, if you know what I mean. It, it will, and you understand. And <clears throat> I mean, I, I trust our health professionals, Big but time. I'm also frustrated. Yeah. I, I'm also feeling like, when is this going to end? Well, I sent a thing this morning of a map of Australia, mm. and every single state and territory is okay to dance and stand up with uh, drinking consumption. <laughs> Uh, except us, and there's a you know the black bull have shared it, the dog and duck have shared it. You know, mm. it's a. Uh, it doesn't really make sense no, to it me doesn't. that the whole country, the, the whole entire country, has made a except decision. South Australia, even Western Australia. Yeah, I know, and that's saying something. I just want to stand up with a frothy. So yeah, lots of love for the Maslin Beach song. Oh yeah, from Gleeso, how good. Uh, Kate said there was a traffic 
update yesterday about mm. Maslin's that she found quite humorous. Okay. We've got our producers to dig this up and yeah. here's how it went down. In Maslin Beach, emergency stoby pole works on commercial road near Maslin Beach Road. <laughs> emergency stoby. <laughs> His name's Graham and he's got a real issue. <laughs> His wife was shocked to hear it referred to <laughs> yeah, as a stoby Exactly. Pole, she heard that on the radio. In Maslin Beach, emergency stoby pole works on commercial road near Maslin Beach Road. <laughs> and went straight there. <laughs> so, Graham, <laughs> I've always thought it was more of a fence post. It's meant to do this together, Graham. <laughs> on 104.7 Triple M, this is Loz and Tomo's Lyrical Headline Off. We're joined by Sophia. Hey, guys. How you doing? Yes. Good as gold, Sophia. What we're doing right now is the lyrical headline off. This is absolutely brilliant, Loss. You've just come up with it on your own. Well, I just thought we could do it off the cuff. This is just <laughs> nice, light and bright radio. Sophia, you're going to read out lyrics in your beautiful newsreader style. Correct. And we're going to buzz in as quickly as we can figure out what the bloody song is. Yes. How are you feeling? feeling Not ready? good. I'm nervous. <laughs> no, nah, we're very, very nervous. And uh, Sophia might be late to her next bulletin. We've just yeah. ripped her out the news. Room was so this is more important. This is more important. Content over news, guys. <laughs> All right, are we ready to go? Yes, let's, let's do hear it. the first song. Okay, do you want to do a test of your buzzers? Loz, Tomo. Okay, I like that, right. Sophia. You're keeping us on our toes. <laughs> All right, here we go. I was caught in the middle of a railroad track. I looked round and I knew there was no turning back. Loz, ACDC Thunderstruck. Correct. Ah! Bang. All over it. Okay. One to love. Mm. How good. All right, I'm Okay, here this. we go. Song feeling number pumped two. up? Feeling yep. ready? All mm-hmm. right. I hear the drums echoing tonight, but she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. Laws. Africa, Toto. Ooh, oh, correct. what the hell? Yes. This is unbelievable. You've got to up your game. Come on. Come on, <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, I'm really focused on the headline. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on in the world? <laughs> Okay. okay, this is too zip. What the hell? I've got to get on the board here. Mm-hmm. All right, this one might be a little bit more tricky. Come on. All right. I guess the brothers are driving down from Queensland. Tomo. <gasps> um, oh. How to Make Gravy, Paul Kelly. Oh, oh correct. Haven't <laughs> 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 you seen him like four times? Seen him four. I knew what it was, but I you buzzed him first. Best. I did. I up this time. All right, 2-1. Okay, here we go. Let's go. There ain't no river. Tomo. Yes? Uh, Adele, easy on me. Correct. Three words. Shoot me. I think you're cheating. I don't think so. Locked away at 2-0. Surprised you got that one. All righty, 2-2. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Rain makes one. Oh, what? Luke Bryan, rain is a good thing. No, you can't. Rain you got it. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> He's been talking about this song for three days. Oh. This is his favourite song because How the lyrics are so dumb. All right, well, that's Rick. I don't think so. Good job, guys. Come back from nowhere. Thank you, Sophia. Thanks for having me. I want to play this again. All right, I better run to the news now. Yeah, 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 go go get that sorted, mate. What was the payment? Yeah, what did you get paid in? Mm. Because I was having dinner with my friend the other night. Yep. Um, And let's just say the family work in the law business. Okay. Um, So they're lawyers, guys. Shut up. (laughs) They might not be. They could be clerks. Oh, could they? Yeah. I know they're lawyers. Shut up. Don't. (laughs) 
Mark. Oh, I'm serious. There are some things that are actually you shouldn't say on Oh, there. really? Yeah, well. They're be- clerks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're just not a good bloke. <laughs> You're just not a good bloke. Um <laughs> They'll be listening to this too, no doubt. <laughs> On their way to being close. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so we were eating lamb roast and it was very, very good lamb Beautiful. roast. And someone said, oh, did you get this from so-and-so, one of your clients? And I thought, oh, is he a butcher? Mm. And they said, no, he's not a butcher. Oh. He pays in lamb. He pays in lamb, does he? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. And he'd been particularly bad. Yeah, right. Because we were eating quite a lot of lamb. We've lost a thousand sheep style. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Think that do the lambs really have to suffer just because you, <laughs> just because you keep breaking the law? <laughs> Every time you steal a car, you got to kill another two lambs. <laughs> yeah, you do the crime, you do the time. <laughs> Instead of the, the poor barber, what Silence the hell? Those lambs. Um, yeah, okay. So this is interesting. What was the payment? This would happen all the time. So people mm. do things other than paying in cash. Well, I just love it that obviously my friends are doing well enough that they that some of their customers or clients don't necessarily have to do legal tender. Yeah, you know? I know what like, you mean. They can, they can pay the bills enough. So if, if one of their clients is in, in a pickle, they go, well, maybe I can pay in yeah. pickles, you know. <laughs> well, I think we're looking at, and I know this is happening in some professional sport about people are going to be paid in cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah. So this is a new thing. I d- my tiny pea brain can't even get around normal money. That's right. in crypto. Yeah, because you want to feel it, don't you? Yeah. Cash, or you want to see it on your phone or something like that. I still just get a massive serotonin here every time I see a $2 coin in my wallet. Oh, I know. Just oh. Oh, beautiful. Little gold nugget. We actually have like pirate change. Yeah, cool. that's it. Exactly. <laughs> what was the payment? We've got Nick there. G'day, Nick. How are you? G'day. Yeah, good. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Yeah, thanks, really good. man. What was the payment? So I was building a pergola. This was at Burnside. And as I was doing it, the, nice. mm. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the lady said, um, oh, can you put a hose reel on the wall for me? I'll oh, make nice. it worth your while. So oh, I'm like, oh, yeah. Would have done it for nothing, but all good. Mm. And then she came out. She said, thanks, Nick, for that. And gave me two lettuces from her garden. Oh, two lettuces. <laughs> <laughs> worth, worth your while. What are we talking? Yeah. Watercress or like... <laughs> Oh, just the standard. Stop oh. standard iceberg. No, nah, thanks. Yeah, three right. slugs. Oh, yeah. three slugs. Eight, eight and a half hours in the sun, nothing better than hoeing into a lettuce at five past yeah. four. <laughs> Perfect, mate. Thanks oh, so much dude. for that. Your uh, poor dog. As we head to Clapham, we got Steve. G'day, Steve. How you going, guys? Good, mate. What was the payment? Um, I do gardening, lawn mowing, and I've had a couple of customers offer me two different things. One offered my kid swimming lessons in her pool. <sighs> okay. And okay. another one offered me hairdressing for the wife. Oh, oh well, right. so, so Steve, this would have come in handy, wouldn't it? It certainly did. It saved me forking out the pocket. So, so you yeah, took nice her up on it? a bit of a barter Yes, certainly did. Oh, wow. Oh, good man, Steve. I like that. I love it. Beautiful. Um, there's a... Famous thing in the tradie world was. Oh, I don't believe this. Because I have tradies around my place all the time. Yeah. And I can't imagine it ever coming to well, this. it does. It does, mate. I'm it telling you right wouldn't. now. It's never, obviously never happened to me, but I've heard stories. Because you're a bricklayer in the Arvos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, Qualified. It, yeah. Four-time time. apprentice of the year. Well, I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> but yeah, four-time <laughs> apprentice of the year. He makes me say it. <laughs> um, that they get paid in... Uh, yeah, if you know what I mean. Music? No, 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 no. Just, a, just soft jazz. Let the mind wander. Elevator uh, style. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> they get paid in that sort of 
style. Oh, like special cuddles. Mm. See, it just call out of a job. Whether it's fixing the aircon or something like that, a bit of a maintenance guy, when it's a one-on-one job, does happen. I just don't understand. Like, I'm so awkward around these tradies. Mm. Do you want a glass of water, a cup of tea? How's your day? Ha ha ha. I'm just going to sit in the backyard and work on some emails. Yeah, because that, that's because they have to unclog your toilet. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you know I've only got one toilet. Barely have an ensuite. Isn't um, it ironic coming up? No, go on. Well, no, I was going to no. get out, mate. No, come on. What do you got? No, I was just going to say. No. <laughs> no, come on. This would want to be good. I it is good. I could have pressed the button by now. Just press it. I just don't understand. <laughs> Text in 04887 if you've ever been paid in that kind of tender. Mm. Tender, tender, mm. if you know what I mean. Mm. I don't know if you saw this. This came across my screen last night. Oh, yeah. Um, it was on the Tizy. Mm-hmm. A woman has told court... She does not have an alcohol problem. She does not have she an alcohol She does al- not have no. an alcohol problem. She does not have an alcohol problem. Okay. Despite being caught having special cuddles with a man she had just met on a public bus whilst heavily intoxicated. Right. Also on the way to an AA meeting. And isn't it <laughs> So hang on. Just let me get this straight. So she doesn't have a problem. No, she doesn't. She doesn't have a problem with alcohol. No. Even though she was pissed. <laughs> Having fornication. Having, that's not how you say it, but yes. Fornicating. Yes. Correct. A man. Yeah. No, oh. you cannot. With a. With a man. <laughs> on the way. You need to go back to sex ed, mate. <laughs> to an AA meeting. Yeah. And isn't it ironic? Tell um, me again. Just explain okay. it again. So she says, no, I don't have a drinking problem. And the judge said, but you caught doing the deed with a man on a public bus mm. whilst drunk, also on your way to an AA meeting. Mm. I don't know and about isn't you. As someone who doesn't have a drinking problem, but I don't tend to go to AA meetings. No, you should, but oh, you don't. Sh- <laughs> I walked into that. You did walk into that. Probably she also, I'm drunk. She, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm um, not. She know. also met the man on the bus. Mm. See, this is the thing. As someone who finds it really, like, finds these sorts of courtships really awkward and embarrassing. Yeah. Going from zero to 100 on a bus. I know. I mean, it's not oh. the movie Speed with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On a tram's different. We have to different. stay over 60 miles or the bus blows up. <laughs> so we're going to open up the phones, aren't we? Are we? How long did you go from zero to hero? No, no. When you met someone and then you're just doing the day? No. We're Absolutely not doing that. Absolutely not. One triple three five three. ACDC <laughs> no. right now. Highway to hell. 21 away from nine. Morning. Righto. I need the Triple M's family's help here on 04885 okay? And I've brought uh, our old producer, Benny, into this. What's all this about? Hey, mate. Are we talking about... Because, like, three minutes ago, you were talking about some pretty outlandish gear on Yeah, the that's true. Loz? Huh? <laughs> she's, she's literally doing the Sudoku almost. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you guys were taking care of this. No, I just... Oh. This is, um... Why am I here? Uh, is it what's written on the sheet? It huh? is what... I haven't seen it, the sheet. It is. It is. It is. No, no, no. I just need some help. There's no stitch up what involved beer, in this. What beer do you get someone when you don't know what they drink? Okay. So I've got a situation oh. up in the Adelaide Hills at the moment, all right? Good, yeah. So I, I need... So someone's given us some stuff, some bricklaying materials, all right? Mm. And we've, he doesn't want anything for it. No cash, no nothing. And I'm like, you know what? I'll get him a carton of beer. I'll get him a carton of beer. That would be the best thing to do. So personally, I would just get him a... A box of the Triple M Lagers. That would be the best way to go about it. I'm the company man. (laughs) That'd be the best way to go about it. But if I can't get my hands on those, because they're selling quickly, there's no doubt about that. Great way around it, mate. Look at this. What 
what box of, of beer should I get this man? And I want to know this on 04 1047 because it is very decisive. What's the universal beer? That the the universal drinks? beer that you can get away with. Do you, um, just, oh. do you have one off the top of your head? Like, is it like a Carlsberg, it's like those sorts of beers? A oh. Carlsberg. What the hell? What are we? I, a Pilsner. Do, you're so German. <laughs> oh, why you brought me in here to criticize? Yeah. What's wrong with a Pilsner? Uh, nothing. Oh, my What's wrong with you just... It's just a very... so far off where he needs to be. Yeah. I would say... And oh, this sorry, is... I'm not O'Callaghan. Get some sparkling. <laughs> obviously not sparkling, but I will say Cooper's Pale is a good choice. Of course I feel go like Cooper's Pale. Yeah. Well, but it's just the done thing. I don't know it? if it is, though. Maybe I'm living in a fantasy world. Is it Cooper's Pale Ale? Because I don't reckon everyone loves a Pale Ale. I was thinking something safe like a Super Dry. No, no, no. I'm thinking of my community of people, which, you know, many creeds, and I think a Super Dry would not go down well. What about Heineys? Heineken's. I don't know. Oh, God. Next next you come in with your own brewed beer, Benny. (laughs) Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. I'll bring I'm, your milk crate. <laughs> okay, and once again, if you can't get your hands on a triple O blaga, because that is a universal. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's delicious. Like but it global, is selling fast. So global. if you can't get your hands on that. What about West End Draft? See. Or is that too lowbrow? Well, I think it's. Is it too a little bit. Well, there's a reason they went under. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there? Yeah, because they didn't diversify their brand. Yeah, because but, VB. That's oh, a Melbourne. No, That's Benny. a Melbourne. Oh, Benny. You Victorian dog. What the hell? Adelaide boy. All right. Do you know Matt O'Reilly, our boss? Oh, yeah. What do you think he'd say? spend two months in Shepparton. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a regional boy. Yeah. <laughs> some hard yards out in those parts, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about our boss, Matty O? Well, he, he's always like... Uh, have you uh, tried the uh, IPAs? He's a craft man with his gelled hair. Yeah, but, cra- but craft yeah, is but not. Yeah, but craft doesn't suit the risky. common man. It's too risky. Yeah. Mm. We've got a caller on the line. Do we really? Oh. We've got George from Clearview. Good okay. Morning. George, hello, mate. How are you? I'm good, guys. Um, I'm what? really disappointed to hear that BB one throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great goal. Sink the boots into him, George. <laughs> Sink the slipper, mate. Absolutely. George, what's your recommendation for this pickle? I reckon get a Dan Murphy's or something voucher or oh, gift yeah. card. Yeah. And okay. then you can't go wrong and whatever they buy, they'll be happy. That that's, is a, true. that's a good plan. Mm, gift thanks card's that, very personal and it's not very tradey like, you know, showing up with a big slab's very like here you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, here you go, son. And you know <laughs> showing you can... up with a little dainty sort of, Oh, here you are, I've written a personalized note. And knowing this tradie as well, if I drop it off at nine AM, he'd be sucking one at four. <laughs> and it wouldn't bother him if it was warm, mate, I'm telling you. So you've never worked in hospital, have you? Uh Yes, I have actually. Oh. Two weeks at the Three Brothers Arms up in Macclesfield. How old were you? Uh, I was about 14. I put them on the map and I said, that's enough. <laughs> I'm going to quit. You're you go. I had a two-week paycheck that I spent at the Meadows Servo. I'd love to hear a psychologist's opinion on <laughs> oh, mate. Tomo's ego. Has not been cleaner dishes in there. <laughs> so upsettingly <laughs> sure of yourself. <laughs> Um, no, but if you work in hospital, the, the whole tip situation is complicated. Very much so. Because some businesses, if you get a tip, yeah. you're meant to put it in the tip jar, mm-hmm. even though you were the one who deserved it. That's right. And I'm very strong on, if you get a tip, that's for you. Are you really? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, what about if it was of some real substance, the money? It's all for you. Because no matter what it is. No matter what it is. If you've worked a table all night, okay. you've been bringing them drinks, you've been, they, you're the face of the operation uh-huh. for them. And they go, we like this experience. 
And so we we're, like... paying, we're paying for food. Right. We're paying for beers already. The business is getting something already. Okay. We want to give you something in particular because you've been so great. Okay. So what about the chef that's cooked the meal? That's a good question. I, I think so. This is we're talking about this because a waitress has been fired, Loz, because she got a whopping six thousand one hundred dollars Australian as a tip, and she's been fired because she didn't share it with her co-workers. Yeah, so they, they it's this group of people who've been doing something over the pandemic called the One Hundred Club. They all go in. There's a whole bunch of them, yeah. and they all tip a hundred bucks. And they called the restaurant before and said, "Do you split tips with the whole staff?" And they said, "No, everyone gets their own tips." So they made sure, and then when they gave it to her, the restaurant went, actually, we split tips. Yeah, she well, was asked to share. And what see, do you I, think about it? I, well, I think so. I think so. And I think it should be in, well, in most businesses, I reckon. Like, if a, if a lump of money comes in like that, unless you're the boss and you're owning it, mm. I, think, I think it needs to be split. See, I just disagree. So just... do, you, do you think they, like well, that, people in that 100 club, they just gave her $6,100 just for her? Yeah, clearly. it was. It was. It was meant to be just for her. Wow. It's like a special thing. I think the, the chef thing is a good point. There is a sort of a communal tip jar at the front. Yeah, but counter. who's going into that? People do. People do put money into it. Really? But I used to work in a pub and we were told we had to put all of our tips into that. Nobody did. Because yeah, right. you, you didn't feel... You didn't feel, um, if you don't feel appreciated. Yeah, at the job. At the job. And someone comes up to you and goes, look, you've been excellent tonight. Here's $5. And then your boss has gone, put that in the tip mm. jar. It's like, no, that well, was for me. Well, this lady could have just kept it quiet as well. Do you know uh, I think I mean? it would be pretty hard and, to And just put it, in the, put it in the back. Well, what they do you think What do you think's going to happen though? Yeah. Really? Like, no, if I you... would have thought that the business who have never asked for the tips to be split ever would have just let it go. I don't know about it. I, it's I greedy in my opinion. Six grand's a lot of money. Yeah. You can split it up a little bit. What or at least split it, it put, up a little bit. Or put Once a hundred you... on the bar or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I, I just, I think that if this was going into your pocket, it'd be a different story. A bit of breaking news that has just come across our desk, Loz. Uh, yeah, the New South Wales COVID numbers are in. Yep. Uh, 1350. 1360, mate. Oh. Um, and they had 804 yesterday and they thought that was a big jump. So they've just gone up 500 odd. So not now, good over there. Um, if it comes, you know, and, and can affect us. That's the, the main reason, isn't it? Well, over they're here in probably, South Australia. the thing is, is that the numbers are probably very high over there, but in terms of people actually being hospitalized, probably very low because yep. everyone's vaccinated. That's right. So yeah, if sure. they could be completely symptom-free. Yeah. So those numbers aren't, they sound alarming, but they're not necessarily for those people over there, but it does affect it us. It affects us. That's the main thing here in Adelaide. Because if they come in here, yeah. then we're a hot spot yep. and we're not up to the vax rate yet where we don't have to quarantine. Yep, so. for sure. Ugh. Anyway, we'll keep on moving on. Just keep on doing the right things out there, yep. Adelaide. I tell you what, we're going to rip into some music next. Emma G's taking over. Barnsey, The Stones, Billy Joel all happening in the first 25 minutes. Absolutely brilliant. I feel better already. Oh, how good. Hey, yeah. uh, tomorrow on mm-hmm. the uh, Summer Brecky Show, we're going to have Greg Blewett on. I'm going to ask okay. Greg some hard-hitting cricket I think questions. You go one-on-one with Bluey and make him quiver in his boots. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that tomorrow morning from 7. Have a cracker. Bye. Bye.